welcome back to the average of five. There's Vin, Chenny, Henry, and a new addition, Tim or Tiz Nguyen. There's only four <laughs> in today's podcast. Yeah. Um, there's four in today's podcast. And today we're going to talk some shit about some scary stuff or horror, horror stories that have actually happened in our day-to-day lives. So I'm actually really interested to see what these guys have to say. We haven't, we haven't actually brainstormed anything. We're, we're kind of just going to record it and like see our reactions to all these stories. So who, who wants to, yeah. Who's got, what, what, do we want to start with the scariest story or what, the funniest? Uh, I'll do my one. So I, reckon, I, reckon, I, reckon, I reckon my one's the, the least scariest. All right. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Just to, it, brother. Just to like just to moisturize things a little bit you know so um my so before we uh started this podcast before we hit the record button we're discussing like the spectrum of horror you know because the topic is horror stories and we just and you know like according to the stories that we've uh got on top of our head there's obviously on the funnier end stories that were horrific at the time but not so horrific now you look back and you have a laugh then there's horror like genuine horror and then you got horror stories that are like thrilling at the time. And now it's good entertainment value um, to imagine. So my one, I've got two. Um, <clears throat> so one of them is a dream. One of them is a real life experience. Which one do you guys <laughs> want to hear? Oh, the dream, man. Real life. I'll do, I'll do um, the dream first. Yeah. So the dream was, it's a, it's a, it's a mixture of, a lot of um, cartoon and movies and put together. And I was, I think 12 at the time when I had this dream. So uh, I was at school in this dream and uh, there was a kid eating his sandwich. And uh, when he was eating his sandwich, I I saw the sandwich and I grabbed it out of his hand and I laughed at him and threw it on the ground. And he started crying and he was really annoyed, really like he's really pissed off. And then he started spinning. His guy started spinning in a circle like this, his hands out, like spinning in a circle. And then he transforms into um, Voldemort from Harry Potter. And this, this transformation is like, it's fucking crazy. There's it, all this smoke coming up and it's like digital, like black spots. And then, you know, how Voldemort like comes back in I think Harry Potter four or something where he like opens his eyes and he unmasks himself into like yeah. an adult version because he was used to be yeah. a little baby. Bro, yeah. I shit my pants. I fucking <laughs> shit myself. And so this is in my high school yard. Yeah. And so Voldemort's like levitating and floating towards me. There's this black smoke like circling us. So I'm like, fuck, I got a bolt. And then I start running. I start running towards uh, the footy oval because it's like open. And I'm panicking and I'm running. And then um, I realize I got a wand in my pocket. And I pull out the oh. wand and I just do this. And my fucking Nimbus 2000 comes. So my Nimbus 2000 is like out of nowhere. It comes over the top of my head and starts hovering on top of me. So all I got to do is just hop on. So I run and I hop onto the Nimbus 2000 and then I'm, I'm like, I'm like riding the Nimbus 2000 and I'm always checking my back every like two seconds and Voldemort's at like my, the, the tip of the broomstick, right? He's like, grab, he's like trying to grab, to, he's like trying to grab to me and I'm shooting myself. Oh fuck, got to ride this broomstick. And then I think a few minutes later, I was in the countryside and uh, I see this hand waving towards me, like trying to tell me to point. And this is where like the unrealisticness of the whole dream comes in. Because Voldemort's on my Voldemort's on my bloody um, my my tip the whole my 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 what's it called my broom tip the whole time. <laughs> I I maneuver my broomstick and uh, turn into the the it's you know which character is waving me in. 
fucking Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. He's like, hey, Daniel, come in, come in. Like with a really warm and welcoming vibe. And, he, and, he's, and he's hiding, he's next standing from this dome. Do you know where the dome's from, bro? Yeah. You know which cartoon show's got a dome? SpongeBob? Yes, SpongeBob. It's Patrick's home. It's Patrick's dome, bro. No way. <laughs> he's turned off the dome. And he me tiny. Patrick's dome. And then I, I, and I'm like, myself. I go into the dome and I see Patrick, like um, his back's on the roof of the dome. And he's talking in like his really dopey voice. Like, hey, Daniel, how you going? And I'm like, yeah, good, bro. Voldemort's trying to chase me. And then I lift, I lift the roof up a little bit like this. And I'm peeking outside. And Ned Flanders is negotiating with Voldemort, saying, oh, he went this way. He went that way. And then Voldemort's like, oh, okay. And then Voldemort, Voldemort uh, levitates <laughs> towards the direction. And that was my dream. Far <laughs> out. Wow, that must have been pretty impactful for you to remember in such detail, even though yeah. it was like... 10 years ago? Yeah, 10 years 11 ago. 11 years ago. <laughs> what, why did it affect you so much? Why did it affect me? Um, yeah. I think it's just um, attributes of a lot of things that were relatable to me at the time. So Harry Potter came out, right? I was just transitioning from childhood into teenagehood. So I was leaving mm-hmm. behind SpongeBob. Uh, Ned Flanders was probably uh, the kind soul figure. The uh, What's the word? the archetype in that dream. Um, me throwing the sandwich out of the kid's hand was probably symbolic of um, what I was eating for food every single day, I guess. <laughs> and the schoolyard, like it was, it was literally my schoolyard. It was, you know, everything was um, very vivid dream, very vivid. And I think it was vivid because there were so many characters from different aspects of my life that I remembered. Mm. Um, so that's my uh, horror story, quote unquote. Uh, the thing about dreams <laughs> is that they're so scary, like when you're inside the dream, but then you wake up and you're like, why the fuck was that even scary? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that, doesn't, that doesn't sound very scary, but I can no. tell that like, inside the dream, it was scary as, right? Oh yeah, bro. Uh, I, yeah. I, it was also thrilling as well because, you know, you, when you're on the broomstick, you're like, you, you're hot. I woke up sweating. I was sweating when I woke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty nuts. What's your life? Ever- oh, you go too. No, no. I was just going to say, have you guys heard of? Um, um, there are different types of dreams. There's like um, prophetic dreams, um, life-changing dreams, and like um, dreams that are. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What to say. I'm, I'm going to Google it. Give me one sec. Hey, you, well, you tell you tell your real life story while I Google this. Oh, okay, okay. This is this is. This is horrific in the moment, but looking back, it's pretty embarrassing slash funny. It's also a school experience, yeah? yeah. I, haven't, I haven't shared this in the public sphere before, so this is the first time. We're going personal with the average of five. We're going balls deep. Okay, so I was in year eight, and um, I, I got food poisoning, getting the runs all week, yeah? I didn't yeah. want to miss out on school. It was the last day of school, so I'm like, I'm going to go to school. And uh, on the last day of school, like staff and students play soccer together on the bottom oval. Yeah. In order to get from the school grounds to the bottom oval, there's a flight of stairs you've got to take. And those flight of stairs are about 80 meters long. Mm. Big flight of stairs. And so me and my mates, we used to play there every morning. So we go we'll drop our bags off, go down the flight of stairs, play soccer, bell goes, go back up. And so this particular day, remember I had the runs, yeah? And I also decided to have the dupers. When you got the runs and your are dupers, that shit doesn't go down well. Like it goes down well, but like in a bad way, you know what I mean? And you'll know what I mean soon. So I'm playing soccer 
and like someone passes me the ball, but like it's not to my feet. Like I got to stretch my leg, so I stretched my leg and I farted, and I farted, but I sharted, and fucking fucking massive stream of shit comes out. And I'm like fuck, and I start panicking. I'm like fuck, I've shit my pants at school, and I'm fucking in right. <laughs> this never happens to you, right? <laughs> so I'm like fuck. So what I do? So I'm obviously really self-conscious of the stain that's on my pants, yeah. So I start, yeah. Walking, I start walking sideways along the soccer ground, so no one sees my stains, and I start bolting towards the stairs. And, <laughs> and, and, and this is the last day of school, so the school grounds are pretty quiet because all the year twelves are finished, the year eleven, so we're like the last ones left. And I'm running up the stairs, and every single possible barrier for me to get to the toilet starts to occur. There's a bag that's sitting, like sitting on the stairs, which shouldn't be there. Someone's left their bag behind. And my head of house comes down and she's like, Daniel, what's that bag doing over there? Do you know, can you place it back into the locker room? And I'm like, hey, look, uh, not a good time to talk. I, I need to be somewhere. And she's looking like, what, the, what do you mean you need to be somewhere? You need to be at school. So <laughs> I run up straight past the canteen. Bro, like I, 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 swear, I swear a couple of heads turned because they probably would have smelt it. Went straight to the toilet oh, and I, I had to take it off and bloody, um, what's it called? Put it in the bin, obviously. Um, and I was like, fuck. It was very it was very embarrassing. And then I needed to tell one of my mates. So I told one of my mates, fuck, this happened because I needed to get off my chest. And I just free, free balled for the rest of the day. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So you continue with school. Oh, after that. Yeah, well, I wanted to go home, but I couldn't because like, my school's really isolated. So there's no public transport. Yeah. Oh, man. There's, only, there's only like school buses. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone ever That's find out? funny, man. Sorry? Did anyone ever find out? There's yeah, whole- uh, I think through either smell or you had to, you had to either smell it. Maybe one or two people did. Yeah. Because um, I remember walking past. This guy's last day. He was moving to another school. And he looked at me like his whole face started to change. So he looked at me. He saw me run. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran to the toilet. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, I told one of my mates. Now you boys know. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're well known. Now they're yeah, all millions of people. Yeah, that's it. Man, you haven't, that's you, haven't lived, your, you honestly haven't lived life until you've shat your pants. You, you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, has has it happened to all of us here, all four of us? I, I've shat myself before. Yeah, of course, man. Really? Yeah. Is that well, normal? Well, 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 how did you do it? <laughs> Oh, I was in America, man, and uh, it was like me and my brother shat myself on the same, shat ourselves on the same day. It was funny as because uh, <laughs> did, did you guys have a stomachache? Uh, it's because we did in America. All the food is like so fatty, and uh, yeah. it, we just yeah, just walking around, think you're doing a fart, and then next minute you shat yourself, and you're like, oh, that's a bit awkward. Oh yeah, a shot. <laughs> yeah. You both shit yourself at the same time. Oh yeah, it was over a period of like maybe three or five days. We or oh, what? <laughs> so it was all day. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Food in America is is whack. Oh yeah, no, nah, it's cooked. It does some messed up things to your gut. Mm. Do, yeah. do you think it's because of the fat? Like, all, like, I find that um, I do get a bit of a stomachache when I eat fast food, like KFC and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, no. I don't think because in America we we're eating fast food. We we're eating fast food like all the time, like every day. Oh, shit. Yeah, because you got to like you know have the American experience. Is it are the, are the serving size bigger in America? Like oh for, for, man, for they're huge. 
Seven thirds is a huge man. The small in America is like a large here, literally. It's crazy. So I don't. I, we, we'd always get like larges. <laughs> got it in and out. Get the in and out. Yeah, yeah. Mate, in and out's gonna ruin you. They ruin yeah. you, ruin your insides, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's yeah, no, nah, it's not good. Who's got a really scary story, like an actual super scary, like chills? Chills. Mm. Have you guys <laughs> had sleep paralysis before? I used to get it all the time. Oh, oh, you you've got it all the time as well, Henry. Yeah. I I tell you I tell you what happened with me over a period of like a year when I was mm. in uni. I think I was like nineteen or twenty years old, and for this whole year, probably once or twice a week, I would get like fucked up sleep paralysis where. And it would last for like 10, 15 minutes. And for those of you who don't know what sleep paralysis is, like people that are listening, you can hear and see everything around you, but you can't move a single muscle. Right? And you're just trapped in your body. And like, you're completely awake in your mind. And like, I did a lot of research on this. And, you know, there's some superstitious ways of thinking about it. But then there's like a scientific way where it's like there's a chemical that gets released in your brain that essentially paralyzes your body so you don't reenact your dreams. Um, but whenever I had this sleep paralysis, it would always be like I couldn't see like some fucking demon faces like staring yeah. right at me. Like just if you just literally imagine like a full grudge demon face and it was always the same face just staring at me. Like, and I'm just like, fuck. I'm just lying there like... I think I'm screaming as loud as I can. I'm like, ah, fuck. And then, but I can't move. And it goes like 10 minutes. I'm freaking out. Um, but what made it worse was I didn't only see them in front of me. At, like one was here. And then like on other occasions, they're just like staring at me from the base of my bed. Fuck. Did you have uh, multiple, multiple demons? Dude. Uh, no, nah, like different occasions. Oh, oh, the same face, but, like, the same looking appearance. Uh, yeah, like similar, like I can't remember the exact face, but it was like pretty much like a similar vibe. <clears throat> yeah. But I could also feel them scratching me. Like literally I could feel something scratching me and it hurt. Like it really hurt like eight out of 10 pain, but I couldn't move. So I felt like every time I was scared to go to sleep now, like every time I went to sleep, I'm like, fuck, is it going to happen again? Like, am I going to get, like, I, it literally felt like I was getting possessed. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's. And occasionally it still happens, uh, yeah. but it usually happens when I'm like really exhausted and I'm just yeah. drifting in and out. So it's, you know, it's probably nothing real, but if anyone listening out there is like superstitious or, you know, has actual experiences with this, maybe hit me up and tell me what's up. <laughs> Cause it's pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. So that's, that's like the scariest real thing that's really happened to me. Because it went uh, went for such a long period of time. When you were getting yeah. it, did you did you feel it coming on? Did you feel like a tingle in your back? Because that's what I feel when I get sleep paralysis. I, I know when it's about to come on. I hear like a sharp pitch noise, and yep. then and really? when I'm on my back, yeah. Did you? Yep. Hmm. That's a good question, man. No, I think from memory, it just kind of. It's like, all right, I'm ready to wake up now. And then next minute, I'm getting possessed by demons. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, no. Nah, so it just comes out of the blue. Oi, Vinny, talk uh, about that. Talk about that dream where um, that you were in some like house or something, and and there were like demons around you, and you're like, oh, we got to get out. Uh, or do, you, do you prefer not to talk about yeah. that? Yeah, nah, nah. Like, I'm just trying to remember. I'm pretty sure it was in this house that I'm in right now, my my current apartment. Yeah. Right. And um, the scariest dreams for me happen when it's like I'm not anywhere else. I'm just, you know, in my bed and I think I'm awake. And um, yeah, in this particular one, there was like these fucking, I think it was zombies or ghosts trying to push through my front door. And I was just like, I was trying to protect Clara as well. I'm just like at the door. I'm like, fuck, oh, don't come in, man. Don't come in. Fuck. But you know those dreams where like, real, <laughs> come in, man, in real life, in real life, you, you, you would predict that you have the power to fight, you know, fight off these, these things, whatever yeah. they are. It's, you know, some dreams it's like, there's a bad guy, like a human being. And like, you know, for sure you're about to bash him. But in the dream, you have no power. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what happened in this one. Like, I had no power and I was just full tripping and shit. I'm like, fuck, it's too much. Ah, and then right before I got killed, like, you wake up. So, yeah, that's probably a reoccurring nightmare that I have when I'm, like, powerless. I'm not sure what that means. Being trapped mm. and powerless, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, or running and then, like, your legs start wobbling underneath you. Do you ever get that? Punch, it's really slow. And then you, you, you punch really weak like this. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah do you have a yeah. similar experience henry with the sleep paralysis uh yeah man i think sleep paralysis is caused by stress and tiredness and we nap as well because mm. that's what i used to get it mm. all the time mm. but um mm. I, I used to get like sleep paralysis maybe I, I used to get it really often and it just lasted like a whole year and then after that i just didn't get it anymore for some reason but I think yeah. that was during the time when I when I was trying lucid dreaming. I was trying to lose like induce myself into a lucid dream. But I would mm. I would sometimes like slip into sleep paralysis instead of lucid dreaming. <laughs> That's the wrong type of dream. <laughs> yeah, the wrong way, man. Wrong alleyway. <laughs> like you're rolling the dice. Like, oh, this yeah, is either man. gonna be like amazing or fucking terrifying. Yeah. But there was one time after DEFCON one music festival i was sleeping with cheddar in bed and um like she knows i used to get it all the time i've told her many times i'm like if you feel me vibrating next to you just wake me up because i'm i'm in a fucking sleep paralysis and so there's been a few times where i've where I slept next to her and i'm like fucking vibrating and she just wakes me up and she gets me out of it what yeah. that's so cool mm. it kind of saves you out of it yeah but there was one time when i was i was getting it and then when I opened my eyes, I saw her on top of me and she had her, her hands around my throat and she was, she was trying to kill me. Wait, what? Like Cheddar was in my sleep paralysis on top of me, trying to kill me. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, that's when your mind is playing against you. Mm, yeah, man. And so you, you obviously would have thought it was real life, yeah? No, I knew it was, it was sleep paralysis because I was oh, still cool, like cool. conscious in my head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, oh. Did that happen after you watched Hereditary? Because in Hereditary, no, the, 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 the mom... Oh, that was before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Shit. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. But, yeah, Dude, I've got, when I've I got was... two stories. Oh, you're going then. Oh, yeah, go on, go on. No, okay. just something funny. Like, when I was um, 
first dating Clara, I had this dream that uh, a dog was trying to like eat me to death. So yeah. then I got it, I got it into a headlock and then I started like choking it yeah. like real bad. Um, yeah. And then I woke up and Clara was actually lying in my arms and I was choking Clara. Oh shit. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, it was, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was full choking Clara, man. It was fucked. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. It was like sleepwalking, but I was choking my girlfriend, man. And you were using, yeah. I like, felt so bad. Were you like using a reasonable like, amount of strength to induce like some form of discomfort? Yeah. Well, enough for her to wake up and be like, what's going Jeez. on? Whoa. Yeah. How fucked is that, man? Mm. Well, I was training in Thailand. Um, a lot of guys that I, that I um, was training with, they had a similar experience. Um, when you get there and you start training and, and your whole mind is thinking about training, um, they told me that when they slept next to their girlfriends, they would either elbow them or like knee them or like just throw a punch. And I, I've had that happen too. When you're thinking about training too much, you like throw a punch in the middle of your sleep and sometimes it just mm. connects. It's just- oh, <laughs> <laughs> you wake up and be like, oh, <laughs> Well, that's funny. Right, Heza, what's your story, brother? All right, I've got two short stories to tell you. Um, <laughs> real, real life stories. So they're not really horror, they're more just like fucked up. Uh, not, not even fucked up, they're just kind of scary, mildly scary. Okay, so the, first, <laughs> so the first one, the first one was actually my fault. So um, I was actually running like a few weeks ago. Uh, it was at 7 p.m. at night time. So it was like dark and shit. I was running on the main road. And then this girl in front of me, she's uh, she's walking. And then she looks back and she starts fucking sprinting after she sees me. Oh. Because like, she, she probably thought I was like a rapist or a killer or something, you know? <laughs> but I'm just there running. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking sprints for like five seconds. And then she looks back again and she starts walking again. And she realizes. <laughs> Did you end up catching up to it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, slow as. Well, and then were you did like, you, you <laughs> no, like, I was just laughing like inside my head, but I should have been like, about, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what time was this tonight? Man, it was just 7 p.m. Like, fucking pussy. Yeah, right. Now, you look like a scary looking guy, man. Were you wearing that hoodie? And like, were you wearing a black hoodie? Yeah. Just. Were you smiling yeah. at it? Like the way you're smiling right now? Yeah, man. No, but you couldn't see it. I've seen, I've seen Henry run. When he runs, it's like a Terminator. His face is like... <laughs> it's, it's it's <laughs> that's, like, yeah. that's pretty I think I'm, I'm, pro- I'm probably a pretty scary person at nighttime, but I'm, I'm, I'm like not a scary person at all in the daytime. Yeah, you're, you're a gentle giant, man. Mm. Gentle giant. What's your, what's your other story? So this is back when I was uh, when I was a kid living in Footscray. Um, this is when I was about twelve years twelve years old, I think. And I used to be literally neighbors with Milan. Like I lived upstairs to Milan in a in a flat. And we used to just kick it all the time and stuff. And we lived opposite to an abandoned house. You know? The house was like very, very run down. And literally across the street. Like um yeah, it's like a house from a horror movie or something, you know? Yep. And we're just kicking like a football one day. And we're just kicking it against the house and shit, you know? He's facing me and I'm facing towards the house. And he's, he's passing the ball to me and I pass it back to him. But his back is towards the house, you know? 
and then some Fuck. some shots would hit the house. Like I'd miss him, and the the ball would hit the house sometimes, you know. And then um, we we're just playing for like ten minutes, and then I fucking I fucking see someone come out of the house, and this guy's um this guy's homeless. I think he's homeless or something. Oh, like he looks really run down and shit, and. I'm like freaking out because I see him, but Milan doesn't see him because oh, he's back towards the guy, you know? At that point, I'm like, oi, fucking look behind you. And he sees this fucking homeless person running towards him. Oh, shit. We both just run. We just sprint. <laughs> and then what happened? Man, this, this is pretty fucked up. But like, oh, I thought shit. I lost him. I thought I lost him as so I ran back home where our parents were and stuff. You know, and then like three seconds later, he literally comes through the door. This homeless person to your to in your, your house door in, in the house, yeah. What? And then all the parents just stand up and they're like, "Hey, what the fuck? Like, who are you and shit?" You know. And then and then he was just like, "Oh yeah, they're kicking a ball against my house, they're kicking a soccer ball against my house." You know, it's annoying. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that abandoned house uh, yet? Like, yeah. it looked abandoned or was it? It was abandoned. No, man. Like, if you saw it, you would definitely think it's abandoned. Like, okay. everything was fucked up. And we even looked inside and everything was, like, dusty and shit, you know? Yeah, so, right. he, probably, he, he probably was living in there. But just, like, I don't know, man. Just living in fucked up conditions. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Poor guy's trying to sleep, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that was, that was so scary. Just seeing that guy coming out of the house and like knowing that Milan had his back towards him. Yeah. yeah. Especially at 12 years old, man. Mm. Yeah. What's your story, Tim? Um, you reminded me about the, um, the, the dream story. I remember... Do you guys remember the PlayStation 4 game PT? PT. Mm. PT. Okay, so... Basically, it's um, it's kind of like uh, a Silent Hill remake, and it's a very a short horror horror game. And I, I had a dream when I was in year in year eight, in, in the two thousand eight two thousand nine, about um, a dead fetus, a kind of like a like a fetus in a in a bathtub, you know, in a, in a sink. And then three years or four years later, um, I played a video game called PT, and then in the in the game. I saw there, there was a scene in the game where the, you walk into a room, you walk into a bathroom and you have to look into the sink. And I looked into the sink in the video game and then there was a dead fetus in the sink, exactly like in my dream. And then when I saw that, my mind, my mind was freaking out. I was like, oh man, I, I dreamt about this four years ago. So that, that made me feel, um, oh no, it was like, it was very prophetic. So it, it was really uncomfortable knowing that I saw what I saw like four years ago. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, mm. it made me feel really uh, creeped out. And I was, starting, I was starting to think, oh, what if I have prophetic dreams? What if my dreams um, come real? You yeah. Know? So that, that, was, that was something that creeped me out. Um, a real life, something real life that happened to me. I was, I was in year nine and this was, this was back near Sunshine. So Sunshine's, Sunshine Station. And Sunshine is pretty fucked up. It's, it's a pretty hood area, but now it's gotten better. I was walking home from school and I'm, I'm like 5'4". I, I, was, I was a small kid, a lot smaller back then. And then I was walking to the train station and I walked into this alley. And then while I was walking to the, into the alley, a group of Maori, Maori guys stood up and they walked up to me. And then they said, 
hey, give us your money. And I said, I don't have any money. I'm not going to give you any money. And they kept saying to me, give us your money. And I said, I don't have any money. I'm, I'm not going to give you any money. And for some reason, I don't know, they, they just let me go. And I just, I walked away. Then I, the next day, I heard from one of my mates that that same Maori group bashed, bashed um, another kid a year, a year level um, lower than me and took all his money. So yeah, I was very lucky not to, um, not to get rolled by them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I, I was about, um, I remember I was about the same size as that kid, but I don't know why they left me alone. I was, I was just really lucky. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. I should have gotten rolled, but yeah, that's, um, I, I was cheating myself. There were about five or six of them and just one of me. And they were, they were big, they were, they were Islanders, so yeah. Um, you reckon you were before that kid or after him i was it was after it was after yeah oh like you were after or the kid was after you the the kid was after the kid was after me yeah yeah um yeah so that was that that was like some physical physical fear that one of one of the times when i had uh fear for my physical safety um there's a I've got another story when Vin, did you go to Annapurna, Annapurna Trek or did you go to Poon, Poon Hill Trek? Uh, I did Poon Hill. Poon Hill. Yeah. Jenny, you, you know Annapurna Circuit Trek? Yeah. 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 So this is a story from Annapurna Circuit. So Annapurna Circuit, um, you get up to about 5,500 meters in altitude. Yeah. And this was like the 12th or 13th day of the trek. And what you do is you have to climb up in order to get through a pass, right? Now you get to high camp and high camp is about 4,860 meters in altitude. And what you do is at 4 a.m. you wake up and then you go up a little hill in order to get to the pass and, and to go down. And now what, um, what I had to do was I woke up at 4 a.m. It was completely dark. All I had was my flashlight. And what you do is you go up a little hill and into a little, um, little uh, slope, right? in order to pass. And um, Chenny, do you remember that it was really, it was really narrow, uh, right, right above high camp? There's a little narrow pathway that you have to go um, before, before, you, uh, before you hit the pass. Yes, yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, so, windy. It's very windy. It's, it's really windy. Yeah. So what happened to me was I was, it was at 4 a.m. It was really dark. And then I was walking up really slowly up the little hill. And then suddenly I slipped on some snow and I fell down about 20 meters. It, it was fuck, it was complete, completely black. And when I fell down, um, my, I put my hands up like this and I was falling down, falling down. And for some reason, someone put like a safety line, a safety line where, where I fell. So I grabbed onto it, but the safety line like, came down with me and I fell for about 20 meters and then I stopped. I, I, I finally stopped and I was like, fuck. And I looked up and I was like, holy shit, I can't even see um, where, where I fell from. And then I heard someone say, hey, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. And then I was like, fuck, how am I going to get up? So I, I checked if I was all right. I was all right. And then I slowly grabbed into the safety line. And then I was climbing up and up and up and up and up all the way until I um, got to where, where I slipped from. So, yeah. If I slipped and fell a little bit further, if I didn't, um, if I didn't grab into the safety line, I think I would have been a statistic because you you can't hike down from there. Oh my goodness, man! That is, 
Yeah, man. Sounds like you're protected by higher powers, man. Yeah, I I think so. And that um that was probably the scariest because it the 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 shit thing was it was at four four a.m. four thirty a.m. It was really cold. It was dark. And if that guy wasn't there, then I would have been down there by myself. And if I if I got knocked out, if I got cold, yeah. So I, I got two wow. questions, bro. I got two questions. First one is yeah. how far did the rope travel with you? And second question is if the safety rope, well, you've already answered it, but if the safety rope wasn't there, what are the chances of you surviving it? Um, so what was the first question again? Oh, just answer the first one. Um, how far did a rope go down with you? You reckon? I think, I think all the way I, I fell down about 20 meters. Fuck. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it it was so lucky. The guy, oh, someone, the the people that made the trek, they put the safety line like meter a meter below where where I fell from. So I lucky lucky I just grabbed onto it. Um, if if it wasn't there, it wouldn't I wouldn't have slowed down. I would drop down a lot further. And because it was cold, I I don't know. I would have been able to yell out, but nobody would have been able to get to me because you can't hide down. Um, maybe. If I waited until 8, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. when the sun came up, I would have been all right. But, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but that was, that was the scariest. Because when you're, when you're falling, I went into, like, fight or flight mode. I was like, oh, no, this is it. I'm, I'm falling to my death. And I was like, fuck. And then for some reason, I just, I just stopped. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm okay. And then, yeah, I climbed back up. So, yeah. Hey. Thanks for sharing that, bro. That's nice. We had Tizzy talking about Nepalese experiences where the safety, the safety rope saved his life. So it did perform its purpose. But in the yeah. most in the in the most unorthodox way possible at 4 30 in the morning. And we had a couple of lads, Vin and Henry, talk about sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is another level, lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. Unintentional sleep paralysis. <laughs> 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 and we so, had Jenny uh, to yeah. <laughs> at school. No, I think I think that was the scariest. Like that's like social suicide if the whole school knew you shot it. Yeah, you dodged a bullet there, man. Huh? I did, I did, I did. I was very lucky to to um to not for that for that to not happen to me. But um I've had like other like I've had a, the more embarrassing, like looking back, you know, people forget, but they'll be always, they'll always remember it. You know what I mean? They don't think about it every day. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's been real, guys. Hey, thanks. Thanks we'll for wrap it up. Thanks for episode four, boys. Appreciate you all. Have a good weekend. Good yeah. And to the listeners, take right, it thanks, easy. Thanks, guys. Bye. Cool.